The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, the number one London low dealer in the Midwest at 18660 South Cicero Avenue and Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the true magazine for the Midwest sportsman at MidwestOutdoors.com. Paul's Pizza on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, Illinois, where the sandwich is the sandwich. GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant, or a restaurant just for you and that special person, at 1 South LaGrange Road in downtown LaGrange, at gpitaliano.com, 708-325-4590. Follow me. This is Chauncey from Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Come on out and follow me into the great outdoors. Whether it's close to home or across this great country, come on out and follow me. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Man, I hope you... uh are still in your tryptophan, is it? Yeah, coma from all the turkey that you had, or maybe at prime rib, or maybe at boat, or who knows. But I'm sure you had a, a, enough food and stuff like that. But always, please, remember the food pantries out there that are helping so many people who really could use a good meal, and always make a donation to them. Hey, uh, what where do we start? I mean, perch, 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 perch. <laughs> Pretty excited about it, aren't you? Yes, I am. Uh, down at 87th Street, 95th Street, in the Calumet River, uh, in uh, Indiana waters and boats, out off the Calumet River and boats, they're catching perch, and they're getting jumbos, and they're getting nice, and some guys are getting small ones, and they got to weed them out. But, oh, man, I'm excited about all that activity that we're seeing down there for perch this time of the year. Hey, and it's Thanksgiving. It's the new... Uh, perch season in illinois i guess so uh, let's not pass that one up at all so congratulations everybody out there who's going and uh, we're going to have try to have someone on next week to talk about the perching down in that southern basin of uh lake michigan i'm excited about that Uh, a couple of things i want to make sure we get out there first of all in uh, michigan They've got a new program where you have to register your deer. So uh, they're hoping that they're going to be able to have a better count on the things like that. Uh, In Illinois, we have a preliminary total of 52,354 deer in our first season. Second season is coming first weekend in in December. Uh, Last year, they took uh, 400, I'm sorry, 48,964. So there's a little bit of an uptick on that. That's a nice thing to see. But we've got a couple more seasons coming up, so we'll keep you total on that. (laughs) I love this number. In Wisconsin, 400, 400, I said that right, 421,474 gun privilege license tags were sold. <laughs> but year-to-date sales for deer licenses are down 2% from the same time last year. Uh, 103,623 deer were registered statewide during the opening weekend of the 2022 gun season, and that ends tomorrow. 
in uh, Wisconsin. So hopefully we'll see uh, the final numbers there. Uh, 56,638 were bucks uh, that were registered that opening weekend. That's a nice number if you ask me. Ooh, man. Uh, perch, deer season, and everything else. I don't even know what to think about it. But let's talk about today's show. On today's show, we have Dr. Mark Horancich, who's part of the Chauncey's Great Outdoors medical team. Trust me, it takes a medical team to keep me going. <laughs> the Energizer charged. And uh, he's a very active sportsman that I know. And he fishes, hikes, hunts, uh, does all kinds of stuff. Uh, he does it with everybody in his family, grandchildren, kids. He's a great guy, great doctor, uh, and does a lot more than that, too, I bet. But today we're going to talk to him about what he does all year long to increase his odds at harvesting a deer during the Illinois hunting season. If you have a place that you hunt and you, you whether you own it or maybe it's a lease piece, talk to the owners or figure out for yourself if it's your own land and uh, what you can do to improve your odds. Improve your odds, rather. And then our buddy Wayne Libera, that's right from Waterworks Marine, he's going to come on to tell us about how you should set your boat for extended storage. It's a fancy word for winterization, if you ask me, <laughs> but they call it extended storage. And he's going to give us some tips on how to do it ourselves and stuff like that. Uh, and then in the last segment, we're going to have the Aiden Fishing, or it might be a hunting report, because I know he was going to go deer hunting up in Michigan this weekend. So uh, who knows what Aiden's going to talk about in the great outdoors. <laughs> We always find it very interesting with when it's Aiden. But, no, we got some really good things that I want to talk to you about throughout the show. I think these are two interviews that uh, I'm looking forward to having with the people. So, you know what? Pour yourself a cup of coffee, maybe a soda pop. Whether you're having breakfast, lunch, or dinner, I'll listen to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know what? There's nothing wrong with that. Once again, you're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. The Tower Corral presents What Sweeter Music, a concert of Christmas songs, Oh Holy Night, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, and more. Saturday, December 3rd, 7.30 p.m., Sunday, December 4th, at 3 p.m., where? Emmanuel Episcopal Church of LaGrange, 203 South Kensington Avenue, LaGrange, Illinois. Tickets can be purchased at the door. Enjoy a concert of Christmas music. Waterworks Marine is taking deposits for the 2023 models of Lund and Low boats, all powered by a Mercury outboard at a price you can lock in today. That's right. The assembly line is working on those 2023 models, and at Waterworks Marine, you can get the boat of your dreams for 2023. But if you have a boat and need service, parts, supplies, or just want to repower that boat with a new Mercury outboard, make only one stop. That's Waterworks Marine. Give them a call at 708-798-9700 or go to waterworks.com or stop by at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills and tell them Chauncey sent you. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation 
all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. You love watching us on TV? Now you can enjoy the great outdoors every day of the week with a subscription to Midwest Outdoors magazine. For only $14.95, big issues loaded with the best of fishing, hunting, and the great outdoors. Each one packed with how-to and where-to-go information you can use all year long. Call 1-800-606-FISH. Inside each issue, you'll find timely, in-depth articles on fishing techniques, hunting strategies, equipment reviews, and new product showcases. Fishing or hunting, it's all covered. What are you waiting for? Call 1-800-606-FISH. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester has everything you love and more. They're new take home meals from Paul's Market right there in the store where you can bring it home, heat it, and enjoy your choice of baked lasagna, eggplant, baked rigatoni with vodka sauce, sausage and basil sauce, and more. Or you can try one of Paul's new family meals that will feed four to six people hot ready for the table from eggplant parmesan, ricotta, gnocchi, chicken parmesan with sides, and a dessert you can't go wrong. And while you're at Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, pick up a sandwich along with your take-home heat-and-eat meal for that true comfort food feeling. Place an order for pickup or delivery by phone to 708-531-9080 and tell them Chauncey sent you. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks Boat Sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Deer You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN AM 1000 in Chicago. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And on the phone with me, we have a member of the Chauncey's Great Outdoors medical team. (laughs) 
we also have a great outdoorsman. He's been on the show before, Dr. Mark Horancich, also known as Dr. Mark. And uh, Mark, I, I mean, you were out first season deer hunting, right? Yes, me and my son Ben, we were out uh, for uh, first season. If you want to hunt deer, it's not just show up, find a spot, sit down, and shoot a deer. I mean, you could do that, but you and your son, Ben, you work at this for months, don't you? Oh, yeah, it's an all-year-long affair. Uh, you know, we start in the spring, we, we plant some clover, we plant some sunflowers, turnips, and uh, the ongoing job of clearing out buckthorn. So basically, we cut down what the deer don't like to eat and plant what the deer like to eat. We cut some trails through the woods so we have access to our stands. And then, of course, you know, we observe what the deer are doing on the cameras, mm -hmm. see where they are and uh, uh, which stand to hunt and depending on the wind and where they, where they are on the cameras. You know, some people think, like, uh, I'm not knocking any of my friends who have hunted deer for a thousand years, you know, that just drive up to deer camp and, hey, let's go, boys. The beer, you know, the deer change every day their routine, don't they? Oh, they sure do. Um, you know, one stand, one stand is hot one year, one day. Uh, you just, it, it's, uh, it's beyond me to, to predict them. Um, yeah, certain things you can. Well, uh, when the white, when the white oaks dropped their acorns, oh my word, they were just everywhere. But uh, uh, we pretty much just do gun season, and mm -hmm. that was during uh, uh, archery season. You set up cameras, also, right? Yes. Okay. Is there a knack that you've learned over because i mean using a trail camera i you you can read the instructions but you i think if there's a learning curve on it like okay where do i put it how does this work how does it i mean did you go through all of that too with the the cameras oh yeah yeah one of the biggest mistakes i made at first was uh pointing them east west or south then you get the sun hit the lens and it messes it messes it up you got you got to try your best to to point them north, mm -hmm. and then um, uh, I started out with uh, uh, the regular trail cameras where you go out and flip the trick chips. But mm -hmm. now now I moved up uh, to the to the cell camera ones, to make it a lot easier. You don't have to disturb your uh, ground as much. Oh, I never thought about that. Oh yeah, you can you can uh, <laughs> sit at home and check what the trail cameras are showing instead of having to go out there, stomp around, and, uh, uh, you know, get your scent all over. Mm-hmm. That's that good. You know, you learn something every day. Now, you know, so you work the cameras, um, and you said you got rid of the buckthorn because, you know, all of that other stuff, the deer don't, they don't like walking through the buckthorn and the, the stuff with needles and, you know, thorns, et cetera. People may think they like it, but they don't like doing that, do they? No, no. And then, for instance, I've got... Uh, I don't know if they were planted years ago or just spread wildly apple trees on the property, probably about 20 of them. And, yeah, they're all choked off with buckthorn. So, you know, I cut a good, I don't know, 15 yards of buckthorn down around the apple trees, and they start they start producing again. And that's great soft mass for the deer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wild apples, I bet you they love them, and you know. <laughs> so you you do this. Um, when you see the deer on the cameras, what do you make note of? I mean, once again, everybody, we're talking with Dr. Mark Ronsich, uh, you know, a good friend of mine and friend of the show for 
since the day it started and um he he was out with his son ben um you know hunting uh on some land that they own here's a very interesting point i once spoke to a gentleman who shot a deer every year and he only had a five acre piece of land and but what he did was he said he learned everything he could about that five acres of where they would move through, how they reacted, what was there for them to feed, and he became a successful hunter because he knew everything about that small five-acre piece, right? And that's kind of like what you and Ben are doing. Oh, yeah. I mean, we had a little bit more, 20 acres, but that's it's still not a lot. No. But and we're out there enough that I, we know, oh, okay, with that last storm, uh, that tree fell down and blocked that deer path. We're going to have to go cut it. And, um, you know, we, we know where the apple trees are. We know where the white oaks are. Um, we got a lot of oaks, red and white, but they really seem to prefer those white oak acorns. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, and this, uh, this fall there was a huge crop of them. And if you think about it, people, you know, when you're hunting, especially Illinois, deer, this is a Chauncey speaking. I don't have this in written fact or anything, but, you know, when you look at white-tailed deer, they are an animal that lives on the fringe of forest and agriculture. They really don't like a whole, you know, wooded area because they drift into the agriculture and drift back and forth. And since Illinois is 90% privately owned and, you know, most of it's uh, agriculture, these areas where there's woods and stuff, they need to go into them for protection. And then they drift out for feeding, you know, eating corn, soybeans. But when that's all picked, you've got to find a something, as you said, you plant crop that they like, whether it's clover, beet. What's something else you can plant? Uh, radishes, oh, yeah. um, sunflowers, um, turnips. Mm-hmm. And this is all something that the deer become accustomed to finding these areas where there's food because they're not going to want to walk far away from the food, right? Yeah, I mean, a lot of guys plant, you know, much bigger food crop, food plots than I do. But, mm-hmm. you know, even my, my, my little ones that I do with a rototiller, they, they do seem to work. Mm-hmm. And the clover stays green even into this this time of the year. And then uh, the, the brassicas, which are the radishes, um, uh, cabbages, uh, turnips, they all stay green into the cold weather, too. Mm-hmm. And so then once you have your food plots established, and even if you're, you know, leasing a piece of land or you have a friend who's a farmer or whatever or or owns some, you know, wooded area, and you talk to them about this is what you'd like to do. Is it okay to plant some things like this? I mean, and and I would like to get rid of the, the bad stuff, the buckthorn, the other evasive species that you have out there. And the, these people will normally say, oh, yeah, go ahead. You know, if you tell them what you're doing and then you, you give this, you know, availability for wildlife. But what you do for the deer is not just for the deer. It's for everything out there, isn't it? But, oh, it's for everything. I've seen the turkey population uh, uh, explode out there with cutting down <laughs> the buckthorn. And there, there's rabbits and possums and birds. And uh, I've seen pileated woodpeckers out there and um, a fox. 
Uh, coyotes, unfortunately, too. But yeah, well, um, they're all yeah. over. But yeah, see, you cut down the buckthorn, and, and everything else loves it. Yeah, see, and I think that's an important thing to realize that when you look at, you know, the natural environment of the, of the animal, and you're doing this. It only makes it better for everything in there, not just the deer. Everybody's going to enjoy deer. You know, I know you, you know, I love Mark. He sends me photos from the camera. He goes, hey, look at this one. You know, here's an eight point. Here's a 10 point. Here's a spike. Here's a couple of huge does. Oh, my gosh. You got does that look like they should be, uh, you know, have USDA prime written on them, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we got one buck out there that's only got a left-sided antler. And um, we've seen him on the camera, on the camera. Ben Ben saw him when we were out hunting, but uh, didn't have a shot on him. But he's, uh, he's, he's a fun one. He's a fun one. When you say left side, he only has one rack side? Yeah, yeah. He's got a nice uh, four-point rack on one side. You know, he probably snapped off the other either in a fight or who knows what. Yeah, or some old, some old injury maybe. No. Because I, I, there was one last year. It might have been him that mm-hmm. had a smaller rack, but he was... I've been calling them lefty. <laughs> you, you have lefty, you got Joe, you got Sam. <laughs> but now, okay, so you, you've got this established. You've worked all year long. And literally, you know, Mark, everyone works all year long at making a perfect environment, which, you know, you can do on property that you have uh, uh, access to. Just talk to the owners and tell them what you want to do. So then, you know, you get out there. You sit out there, you're going to wait for that beautiful, you know, piece of nice venison roast to walk by you. <laughs> I mean, I mean, is it, would it take a couple of days? Was it first day, second day that you, you know, that you were able to see them or what? Well, Friday, yeah, Friday we went out. It was pretty cold. It was like yeah, about 20, 21, mm-hmm. quite a bit of wind. So Ben's sitting in this big oak tree. He saw 11 deer um, on, on opening day, and um, he saw... He saw a seven-point buck chasing a doe. Mm. He saw a couple of six-pointers and, and a number of does. It's hard to tell if they were circling around or, or different ones came through. But then he didn't have a real good shot at anything until about 4.15. He had two does right in front of him, uh, oh, maybe about 15 yards. And so so he took one of them, and, uh, and uh, we got her gutted and off to the check station. Mm. Yes, because you have to check it in for CWD and everything like that. And uh, I mean, that's—I mean, this is so cool. And you know what? I, I yes, you want to harvest an animal. I am yes, the goal is to harvest. Okay, but I think when you know you get a a deer that gets close enough that you could just sit and watch it, you could learn so much from it. Oh my word! So on on third day of the season, I. I uh... I went out second day. Ben didn't go out because he got one already. But I, second day, I saw well, I saw about three deer. But but uh, third day of the season, I didn't see anything until about four, oh, about three thirty. I saw a possum walking around, and I somehow I knew that was a good omen. And and then maybe about four o'clock, I hear chewing, and so I look up and I see the head of a deer chewing this uh, honeysuckle bush. It's bush honey, bush honeysuckle bush. I can just see the head, and he's chewing the she's chewing the leaves there. And I'm watching. I'm like, oh, I better not move. This was looking right at right at me. <laughs> out of the corner of my eye, seven yards away from the stand, in a different direction, there's another deer. 
and that one's that one's chewing on some vines. And so I moved really slowly, got the gun up, and the one that was seven yards away put her head down. I couldn't see her eyes. I'm like, now's the time. Moved the gun into position, boom, got her one shot. Um, heart, double lung, you know. Seven yards. Went, went, yeah, seven yards away. The, the, the deer had a lot of internal injuries. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what you've just told me, too, is, Mark, is they were so comfortable in the area that you've been working. Yeah. They, they had no fear. And they didn't know I was there. Right. I mean, I, I must have done a good job with sense suppression and mm-hmm. being quiet and everything else because uh, something, something about the possum, I knew that was a good omen. I figured if that possum is comfortable walking around my stand again and again and again. This is, this is a good omen for the deer, and it was. That is so cool. That's so cool. Well, I, I wanted everybody to hear, Mark, from you, how it's not just a go out and harvest a deer. You have to work for it. You have to work the environment. You have to clean the areas. You have to, you know, check out this, clean that, cut that down, get rid of the buckthorn, do this, do that. Plant crops that you don't have to worry about, but that the deer are going to come and enjoy because this is, their bodies need all of the nutrients and vitamins from a wide variety. It's like you sitting down, you have your vegetables, you know, your protein, your this on your plate. The deer need the same thing in the environment they live on. And when they have that, they're comfortable, they're happy, they taste better. <laughs> and they, they, chomp, they chomp the morels in the spring, too. They do? Oh, they do. Yeah. Oh, we have to talk about those deer. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then after, after the shot hunts, too, mm-hmm. we, uh, we take good care of our deer. Yeah. You know, we keep them, we keep them cool, we butcher them ourselves, and, uh, you know, we really... Uh, yeah, we respect the animal and, and don't oh, waste, you have to. Uh, don't waste any. Well, Mark, thanks so much for coming on the show. Always a pleasure, John. I, I really appreciate it. Mark is a, a hunter, a fisherman, uh, a hiker, a canoeist. Uh, he takes his grandkids out fishing and everything else. And he even has been doing the Appalachian Trail with his daughter, right? That's right. That's right. We got about 1,600 miles out of the 2,100-mile trip. 1,600 miles on the Appalachian Trail. <sighs> That's called a healthy doctor. <laughs> yeah, we see a lot of deer out there, too. Yeah, he's even called a show from out on the Appalachian Trail. Yes, we have. Yes. Mark, thanks so much for coming on once again, okay? Thanks, John. All right. Stay you're in the outdoors. Yep. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Waterworks Marine is looking to expand their five-star rated marine mechanic staff. So become part of Waterworks staff and feel what it's like to be part of the best marine mechanic staff in the entire Midwest. With training, benefits, good pay, and more. When people know you're a marine mechanic at Waterworks, they know you're now part of the best of the best. For job inquiries, call 708-798-9700 or contact them at waterworks.com and tell them Chauncey sent you. You love watching us on TV? Now you can enjoy the great outdoors every day of the week with a subscription to Midwest Outdoors magazine. For only $14.95, you get 12 big issues loaded with the best of fishing, hunting, and the great outdoors. Each one packed with how-to and where-to-go information you can use all year long. Call 1-800-606-FISH. 
Inside each issue, you'll find timely, in-depth articles on fishing techniques, hunting strategies, equipment reviews, and new product showcases. Fishing or hunting, it's all covered. What are you waiting for? Call 1-800-606-FISH. Did you know that Midwest Outdoors magazine includes a state section for where you live? Each month you get the information that matters to you and where you hunt and fish. For you can't beat this deal. Call 1-800-606-FISH and start your adventure with Midwest Outdoors today. I fish. I also clean local waterways so others can fish and swim. I help build public boat ramps for easy access to the water. I provide fishing and water safety education for kids. I maintain a healthy fish population so tomorrow's anglers can enjoy a catch. I prevent unwanted species from spreading into waters where they don't belong. I restore the condition of rivers to help fish and wildlife thrive. I fund long-term plans to protect our lakes and streams. I do all of these things and more, all because I buy a fishing license. When you buy a fishing license, you do a lot. In fact, every dollar from a license purchase protects and maintains your local waterways for future generations to enjoy. To learn more about how you can get your fishing license, go to TakeMeFishing.org. That's TakeMeFishing.org. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by diamondghostcharters.com. Go fishing with Captain Tony and get ready to yell, fish on! Down in the meadow in a itty-bitty pool swam three little fishies and a mommy fishy too. Swim, said the mama fishy, swim if you can. And they swam, and they swam right over the dam. Hey, this is Captain Sig off the Deadliest Cats. You're listening to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And I know we've had, you know, 28, 10, 18, 54, 59 degree temperatures in the last, you know, week or so around here. But we're at Waterworks Marine with Wayne Libera. And I'm really curious about winterizing boats. And I have to sit down with the man who knows it all. Mr. Know-it-all, huh? Is that a good one, Wayne? No, it isn't. <laughs> I'm not quite sure how to take that one, but I do my best. Yeah, I'm thinking of the cartoon character show, you know, Mr. Know-it-all. But no, you know, Wayne knows everything about, you know, the boat, the businesses, the, you know, what's in a boat, what you need in a boat. And I no longer have a boat, and uh, Wayne's going to work on that, he said. But when it comes to winterizing, I mean, I'm so confused because... When I had a boat, it was basically a pain to winterize my boat. Is that the right thing I'm doing? Uh, you know, there's two kinds of engines you have in the market today, John. So you got two strokes and four strokes. The older two strokes, uh, you need to set them up for storage more so than winterizing, and that's for a period of non-use. You want to fog the cylinders, uh, make sure you run all the fuel out of the uh, carburetors, uh, drain and refill the gear lube in the lower unit, make sure there's no water in there. 
So uh, no chance of cracking that lower unit, refill the gear lube. Then you're all set to go for spring. Four strokes, on the other hand, is a whole different animal. Um, you have fuel rails. You have computers that are all water-cooled. So you got to make sure the water comes out of those components so they don't freeze and crack. And again, you change the gear lube in the lower unit to make sure there's no water in there. And then what we do is we actually run antifreeze through the engines, a biodegradable antifreeze, 100 below, and that way you're secured of any of those components not freezing and cracking if there is any water left in them. The other thing about the four-strokes is you don't really fog the cylinders like you used to on the old two-strokes. Mm-hmm. What you do is you, you run a stabilized fuel through. We, we have a big uh, f- fuel system that we actually pre-mix uh, uh, motor oil, fuel stabilizer, fogging oil, and gasoline. We run those through the engine, and that's the way you properly winterize a four-stroke. Okay. You got me stopped there when you said the four-stroke and the water-cooled computer. Computers, water equal disaster, I thought. You're telling me the engine on a four-stroke is a water-cooled computer? Yeah, the fuel rails, the computers, you have water going through all those things in order to keep them cool. You learn something new every time I come to Waterworks. <laughs> I never thought about that. And right, you know, the old two strokes, you're, you have the, um, you're fogging the engine, you're pumping a lot of oil through the thing like that. But is two strokes for, I mean, if you can do it, you can do it. But really, when you start to talk four stroke, you need somebody who knows what's going on, right? Uh, yeah, you know, you need to do it properly, that's for sure. And there's still a lot of do-it-yourselfers out there, Chauncey. We're, we're selling a lot of products over the counter for the do-it-yourselfers. Uh, a lot of guys like to do it themselves because they want to fish as long as they possibly can. You know, years ago, guys put their boats away in October, beginning of November. Mm-hmm. Today, it's different. Guys are out there fishing all year long in the rivers and stuff like that. So they want to be able to, to winterize their boat if they have to themselves. And it's really not difficult. Just have to do it properly. But, you know, if you do bring it in for service, that's the time you want to do your engine oil change because, you know, in your four strokes, you got to change your oil and filter. So you kind of kind of time your service to do at the end of the year. That way your oils are all changed. You maximize your uh, economy of scales for dollars because we do all the uh, uh, service and winterizing at one point, save yourself some money. And then in the spring, you're ready to go. You don't have to do anything but charge your batteries. You, you said something there that kind of also caught my ear. Yeah, I mean, there's we're now where perch fishing used to be going down to the lakefront with a big cane pole and having fun all summer. No, you wait till Thanksgiving and you go down to 95th and 87th Street and, you know, Indiana waters and you catch fish there to turn around. I mean, those boats are going in and out of the water all winter long. I mean, that's what I was concerned. Like, when do you, like on a two-stroke, that could hurt going in and out like that because if it gets too cold and you don't use it for a couple weeks, something could break. Uh, not necessarily so. As long as when you pull that boat out of the water, you drink, pull that, put that engine all the way in the down position, make sure all that water drains out. And, uh, you know, you should be stabilizing your fuel year-round anyway now on every engine. You know, in the old days, you just stabilize your fuel for the winter. Now, because of the short life of fuel, you want to run stabilizer through your engine year-round. So it's, uh, uh, you, you, you've got those carburetors and fuel injectors protected at that point. Uh, but just make sure that engine's all the way down. You know, for you hardcore guys that are out there fishing year-round, don't worry about it too much. Just make sure that engine is down, especially in Lake Michigan where that's uh, 
up deep, clear water. You don't have to worry about sediment uh, clogging any of your cooling passages. The, the river guys, where you're fishing that shallow water, you get a little bit of sand in your engine and stuff, there you got to be a little bit more concerned about, did I clog up my fuel rails or my computer passageways with sand? And that's where you want to make sure you either flush it with fresh water or antifreeze it. I'm sitting here going, I never thought about that. I never thought of that. I never thought of it. That's why I love coming to Waterworks Marine because you get an edumacation, as my father would say, <laughs> when you go out and you learn something about all of this. But now when you look at a boat, there's more than just an engine that you need to look at when you're, if you're going to put it away for the winter. And that's what I'm talking about. You know, you're going to put it away for an extended period of time. What was the thing that you called it? Uh, storage versus winterizing. So uh, a long period of time is where you're going to really set the engine up for storage, uh, where you're not going to use that boat for a three- or four-month window. If you're using it year-round, like I say, it's not too much concern. But, you know, in the winterizing process, when the boat's brought in here, we also grease up the buddy bearings. We check all your tire pressure. We check, uh, uh, check your taillights, make sure everything's functioning. So there's a whole uh, approximately a, a 25- or 30-point system we go through. Uh, we don't just throw some oil at the engine so to speak uh so it's a it's a little bit more of a process but you know the price of these engines today you really want to set it up correctly uh to storm correctly to really give as much uh length of of of, of livelihood out of that engine uh you know they're not they're not inexpensive today and uh, uh repairs aren't inexpensive so a little bit of service goes a long way now there is it the mercury engine that has that uh brain, for lack of a better term that I'm using, that you're able to see your engine like on your iPhone? Yeah, VesselView. Uh, it's, an, it's a phone app, and it's really a great product. It works on engines from about 2005 and newer, and uh, the cost of it is about $275, and it's a little uh, uh, a box that we attach to the engine. It takes about five minutes. And then you connect it to your phone. It tells you all your engine functions. It tells you fault codes, engine hours, fuel consumption, lots and lots of information. Uh, I think every boater should have that today. Uh, it's kind of funny now when guys will bring their boat in for service, if they have vessel view, uh, if they're having a little bit of a problem, we ask to see their phone because we can look at the phone app and kind of determine what's going on. And the nice thing about the VesselView product for Mercury, they don't charge you for the app or anything. It's just a one-time $275 for, for the product. The app and everything is free. Uh, so it really gives the a boater a lot of information. Well, I would think it would because that, in turn, tells you what's going on under the hood of your engine. Like, hey, you know, this wasn't working this way or this was working a little different or you didn't have enough flow here. That's what all that app does. And it's just another way for – because – if you take it into a shop that is not versed like Waterworks is with all the latest electronics, someone's going to wind up taking a long time to try to figure out what the problem would be and maybe not find every problem where here, that problem, all of them are listed out, right? Yeah, exactly. And the other issue is uh, hooking it to the computer. You know, we have to hook your engine to the computer with, to attach it to the software to determine what's going on. Well, there's a fee for that. There's a cost to all that. Uh, if you have vessel view, a lot of times we don't have to do that because we can determine what we need off of your vessel view app. So you save some money. I was just going to say you save money doing it. Is there anything else when, when I'm thinking of my fishing boat that I need to take a look at? With, uh, I mean, is there a, a bilge? Is there a, you know live welds? Are, is there anything else I should be looking at when I'm going to put it in for long long term storage? Not winterizing. <laughs> I'm learning very well. 
Well, please, everyone, please take the drain plug out of your boat for the winter. You should be pulling it out all the time, but pull that and make sure the bow of the boat is cranked up so any water that's in it runs out. When we winterize the fishing boats, we do pour biodegradable antifreeze in the alive well systems uh, so that we protect all those pumps and everything and protect those hoses from cracking. Uh, batteries, if you have a built-in charger in your boat uh, or even a portable charger, Every once in a while throughout the winter, plug your batteries in. Uh, those The built-in chargers are all automatic, so you, uh, uh, they have memories in them. So once your battery reaches a full charge, it, has, uh, it will actually shut the charger off so you don't overcharge your battery or cook it, so to speak. Uh, so you do want to monitor your batteries a few times through the winter, and that's about it. If you do those things come spring, you're not knocking on my service department store and saying, hey, help, we're going fishing next week and nothing's working. Uh, you can preempt all those issues by putting it away properly in the fall. Once again, I'm sitting here going, yep, you're right, Wayne. I, if you take it this fall, make sure everything has been checked out. It's set up for long-term storage if you're not going to use it for anything between now and whatever. When you first take it out, you know it's going to run. You know it's going to be working well. And that little bit of work up front is going to save you when, hey, I want to go out on the whatever river in uh, March, April, and it's not working, and now I can't get in for another month to, you know, to the mechanic, right? You got it. Like we always say, a little service goes a long way, but that's such as life. Your cars, everything. If you maintain it, you service it, uh, it it'll it'll always be a good product for you. So what, what, what are we looking at next year with uh, Waterworks? We got the 2023s uh, coming in under... Uh, uh, the Lund, of course, and we've got that other uh, line, the Low, right? Yeah, we actually have boats on display in our showroom, believe it or not, first time in a couple of years. Uh, we've got a whole showroom. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff on order coming in. Um, Lund just redesigned their Pro-V uh, series for this year. It's really good-looking stuff. Uh, uh, pontoons, we've got pontoons, you know, uh, coming out our ears, basically. So uh, we've got plenty of pontoon inventory to pick from. Uh, so it's going to be another exciting year in the boat business. Uh, there's still supply chain issues that the manufacturers are dealing with, uh, but at least some inventory is coming into play. And uh, you have some choices now when you come in looking look in the showroom. You can actually look at some products. And that's really cool. But, you know, the one thing that I've told people... Yes, I fished out of, you know, great Lunds. I fished out of Lowe's and enjoyed it. Everything, they worked well. They were solidly built, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But, man, the first time I went fishing on a pontoon boat, I thought I just went and died and went to heaven. It was so relaxing, so comfortable. I could move around. I mean, <laughs> I'm hooked on pontoon boat fishing, and I don't care where. I've seen it on Lake Michigan. I've seen it on uh, the Illinois River. I've seen it on the, the reservoirs. I've seen it on Mississippi Rivers because you're able to slide in, slide out. You're not drawing that much water. That whole pontoon is another industry that we're going to have to talk about in the future, don't you think? Well, my my personal demo for myself for next year, uh, I've got a pontoon on order, uh, a tritune actually, uh, a 26-footer with a 350 horsepower, and we're putting it on Lake Michigan at 31st Street uh, for the season, for the summer season. So I'm kind of excited about it. It'll be my first uh, uh, opportunity to pontoon boat in Lake Michigan because I've always had other types of boats out there. Uh, but I'm excited about it because, like you say, it's it's such a – Pontoon boats are so fun to be on. There's so much room in the boat mm -hmm. and walk-around room and holds lots of people. For that day boater, it's a perfect boat. Remember, chaunceyn at AOL.com. And you know my phone number. Give me a call when we're going out there because that sounds like it's going to be cool. And, and once again, uh, Waterworks Marine, 186 
186660 South Cicero Avenue. Uh, top line mechanic staff, they're not going to get any, they're not going to get nothing snuck by. I can tell you that. These guys know what they're doing in the back room, right? Yeah, you know, we, we send our guys to school all the time. We really keep them updated. Uh, it's, it's part of the culture here. And uh, we're pretty well organized in the shop that uh, they have checkoffs lists to go through. And so, so nothing can slip by. Uh, so, uh, like I say, we're looking forward to another exciting season in the, in the, in the boat business for next year. And uh, I, I think it's going to be a terrific year. And, uh, hey, I just want to let everybody know to have uh, a happy holiday season out there and a safe holiday season. And let's keep our fingers crossed that this warm weather stays in for a while. We can all keep fishing. You got that right. Wayne, thanks so much for coming on. Okay, Chauncey, talk to you. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Hey, man, you seen that bear go by here? A bear? Yeah, man, he had on a ranger's hat. A bear with a ranger's hat? Oh, come on, man. Yeah, yeah, man, he had a shovel in his hand, too. Oh, did he have a picnic basket, too? No, man, not that bear. You know, like the bear that checks out the forest, man. Oh, what's he checking out, man? Well, like he's checking out for careless people, man, who start fires in the forest. Well, that sounds real heavy, man. Hey, well, it is. You know, like every year some dude forgets to put out his campfire and a match or a cigarette or something else, you know. And like thousands of acres go up in smoke. Up in smoke, man? That's right. Yeah, smoke. <laughs> like in fire that could burn up this place. Yeah? Yeah, and that's why the bear, he says, only you can prevent forest fires. Hey, I know that bear, man. What's his name again? Smokey Bear. Well, what do you need him for, man? Because I need a ride back to the city. <laughs> a public service of the Forest Service, USDA, your state foresters, and the Ad Council. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester is the place for that true classic Chicago hot dog and the best Italian beef sandwich large enough to share. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester also has specialties like an Italian sausage and beef combo, gyros, pasta, Italian steak, eggplant parmesan, ribs, salads, daily specials, and even the best flame-broiled hamburgers. Make Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester your favorite. It's ours. Waterworks Marine is taking deposits for the 2023 models of Lund and Low Boats, all powered by a Mercury Outboard, at a price you can lock in today. That's right, the assembly line is working on those 2023 models, and at Waterworks Marine, you can get the boat of your dreams for 2023. But if you have a boat and need service, parts, supplies, or just want to repower that boat with a new Mercury Outboard, make only one stop. That's Waterworks Marine. Give them a call at 708-798-9700 or go to waterworks.com or stop by at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills and tell them Chauncey sent you. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation, all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois. 
mile after magnificent mile. The Tower Chorale presents What Sweeter Music, a concert of Christmas songs, Oh Holy Night, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, and more. Saturday, December 3rd, 7.30 p.m., Sunday, December 4th, at 3 p.m., where? Emmanuel Episcopal Church of LaGrange, 203 South Kensington Avenue, LaGrange, Illinois. Tickets can be purchased at the door. Enjoy a concert of Christmas music. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, the number one London low dealer in the Midwest at 18660 South Cicero Avenue and Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the true magazine for the Midwest sportsman at MidwestOutdoors.com. Paul's Pizza on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, Illinois, where the sandwich is the sandwich. GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant, or a restaurant just for you and that special person, at 1 South LaGrange Road in downtown LaGrange, at gpitaliano.com, 708-325-4590. Diamond Ghost Charters with Captain Tony at DiamondGhostCharters.com and Ren Lake Area Tourism at RenLake.com. A little bit of heaven at exit 77 on Interstate 57. Well, let me tell you a story about a little fella. Black and blue with a hand of yellow, the blue gill boogie. Yeah, the blue gill boogie. When the bass ain't biting and the trout are gone. You're listening to John C. on John C.'s Great Outdoor on ESPN Radio AM 1000 in Chicago. The blue gill boogie. I just want to say it was good yeah, to see everybody at uh, Navy Pier. I could go to walk down the pier on thir- uh, Thanksgiving morning. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so it was good to see a lot of old faces and friends out there. And, uh, you know, I just want to make sure you know, Waterworks Marine is open on uh, the weekend, on Saturday today. So definitely go check it out. Enjoy it. Check out the new boats. Tell them you heard it on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And uh, if you need your boat service, set up an appointment with Wayne later on today. He'll be in the shop. Okay. Um, since we're talking about Waterworks Marine, it's the Aiden Fishing Report, sponsored by Waterworks Marine. <laughs> I didn't think about that until I started talking. Hey, let's look at what he has to say. Papa, Dad and I have been out here Deer hunting, ah, no fish, it's a hunting report. Have been out here deer hunting in Muskegon since Tuesday. I've seen a lot of does, no bucks. I have a buck license, so I can't harvest or shoot whatever you want to say on the air. (laughs) Whatever you want to say on the air. And we saw some nice does. But once again, we could not take them because we have a buck-only license. I did hear a noise earlier today just to the right of the blind, 
and it sounded like a great big buck coming through. And when I finally was able to lean forward and take a peek out the window, it was just a squirrel making noise in the leaves. I thought it was a 150-pound deer it was making so much noise. So it's been a lot of fun. I heard from my buddy Roger that his dad was fishing the Grand River down by the 6th Street Dam, and he was popping some steelhead on spawn sacks. But that's the only fishing report that I have. We're out here chasing these deer, and I hope to get one so you can come over for a venison dinner. I don't think Mom will cook it, but Dad will. Your fishing magician and deer hunting grandson, Aiden. <laughs> and the Aiden Fishing Report is brought to you by Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills. You know what? Tell why it says, hey, thanks for supporting the Aiden Fishing Report on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Uh, this kid has a fan club. It's unbelievable. Okay, uh, let's talk about some fishing. As we mentioned earlier, the uh, perch have been doing pretty good down at 87th Street, uh, 95th Street, in the Calumet River, uh, outside the Calumet River, in Indiana waters, uh, open Lake Michigan. They've been catching them down there. So they're catching a a number of perch, and I think it's going to be a great weekend, especially uh, since we had some good fishing pretty much since Tuesday. I think it's been. So let's not pass that one up there. Like I said, boats, everybody seems to be doing it. Uh, They're using minnows, perch flies, maggots, a lot of different little uh, small pieces of bait, uh, and they're doing quite well. North of that area, downtown Chicago, they're popping some steelhead at Montrose and Diversi and Belmont using spawn and night crawlers under a bobber. My uh, good friend uh, Tyree mentioned that the steelhead in the streams are not up the stream. They're down the stream. They're closer to Lake Michigan. So don't put all the effort into going upstream when you can catch all these fish downstream. Okay, that's what we're going to do. I understand, buddy. Uh, Ren Lake, uh, and this report is sponsored by our friends at Ren Lake Area Tourism. Water war. <laughs> The world warmed up in southern Illinois. Uh, They got some rain uh, the last day, but uh, they're saying that the crappie, bass, and catfish all are on a big upswing, and uh, they're catching a good numbers of fish. Cook County Forest Preserves, I think people are just forgetting about fishing because it's been exceptionally light all week long. People need to get out there and try some action. Up on the Chain of Lakes, once again, light fishing pressure on those crappies. Um, And one of my friends called me and said he saw one guy musky fishing. I said, there had to be somebody else. I don't know where this he was up there, but he said he only saw one boat musky fishing with suckers and jerk baits. I said, oh, okay. Uh, Fox River, my buddy Alan told me that the river slowed down a little bit on the bright color lures he was using last week, but the rain is going to help the bring some water levels up and we're also seeing some the water from the pipes the discharge pipes in some of the cities that's pulling a lot of fish in up north yeah hey there in wisconsin that you know what they're doing up there they are uh they're ice fishing (laughs) yep they're ice fishing which is a great sign and uh they're catching some bluegills and stuff around green weeds and things like that that's an important spot uh and the larger lakes the back bays are pretty much holding good ice they're hoping that the larger bays are going to open up uh, not open up but lock up and uh start extending into some of the deeper water where they can chase some walleye but they said that even the walleye been in shallow waters which i like uh williams bay uh the docks were supposedly in, I that was as of Wednesday. I don't know what it is Saturday, 
but they said the docks were in uh, Williams Bay, and uh, they were catching some fish in that area. Up in Hayward, walleye definitely in the shallow flats and the bays. Uh, they're sitting out there. And then the deep water is nearby, so they move to the deep water as soon as they can if their ice comes up. Northern pike fishing is good. Let's go get some pike. Uh, with in shallow bays near weeds and weed lines, wood area, any place like that's going to find some fish like that. So, you know, it, it should be good. Suckers, shiners, and minnows are and on tip ups and jigging baits. That's a good. I like that's that's that'll get those pike excited every time. Can't go wrong with that. Crappie minnows, waxies, and spikes for those crappies. And look for green weeds in those areas. Look for green weeds in those areas. That's a very important sign to catch more of those fish. Um, there was something else I wanted to make. I'm going through all my notes here. Uh, the uh, we're seeing some activity uh, happening in the Rock River for shore anglers. Uh, not a lot of activity, but because uh, everybody was deer hunting last weekend, and uh, I guess they were processing. And with the Thanksgiving weekend, everybody's kind of taking a nap or something. But there was some action in the Rock River that was very exciting. We're seeing some action there. And don't forget, if you're going to go out checking some of the uh, areas in southern Illinois, Lake Shelbyville would be another spot that I would recommend to a lot of people, even Clinton Lake. Uh, at uh, Shelbyville, go fish below the main dam. You might be surprised at the number of muskie you can pull out of that area. So there's still a lot of fishing. There's still a lot of hunting going on. There's uh, deer hunting, pheasant, ducks, geese, everybody's. This is a perfect time of the year. It's a good thing mushrooms don't grow in the cold like this because I would go nuts because I would not know I'd go mushroom picking. <laughs> so remember, it's going to be a good time. Hey, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving and we're thankful for so many things. Thankful for the outdoors and everything. And whoop, I can hear the food, which means we're coming to the end of the show. And I like to leave you with a Native American proverb uh, from Apensui Majwa. I lost a, a good friend of mine this past week, uh, Jean Sanchez. She was a second mother to me for many years when I was a teenage boy. And she was not just a second mother to me, but many, many other young Boy Scouts. We're, we're, we will miss her. And my sympathies to the family. And remember, always say the name of someone who's passed around a council fire, and their spirit will rise with the smoke, and they will never be forgotten. We'll see you next week, right here on Chauncey's Great Outdoors, everybody. Take care.